2: In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates. Like Sandra, start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/recommend today.
1: All right, let's go, Bradford Show. I'm here at JetBlue Park in Fort Myers. Back at Brighton Studios, the Bradford Show Studios, Kyrie Thompson, and now Mark Dundaro, The whole hey. gang.
2: Bradford, what up, man? Let's go!
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, Mark, I tasked Kyrie with a very, very important assignment. I want since I walk into this clubhouse, this Red Sox clubhouse, now every day down here at spring training, and I say, "Where are the stars? Where are the stars?" I said, Kyrie, find me a star. Find the next star. Not, I'm talking about Cole Strange. I'm not talking about a useful player. I'm talking about a star. Find me that star in the next draft where the Patriots are picking. Kyrie, you got one? All the stars
3: in the, <laughs> in the words of, uh, or rather, in, you know, referencing the Black Panther album, all the stars. <laughs> so look, there's one guy in particular that I've been on for a little while. And I think that, first of all, let me let me break this part down. Everybody wants an offensive tackle, which I totally understand. It's a really, really important position for the Patriots to, to get figured out. And one of the premium positions you can have on a football field. I think Paris Johnson Jr. is the best of that bunch uh, at the top of the draft. I think that he is a potential star. I do not think the Patriots are going to get a chance to draft Paris Johnson Jr. Because I think he's going in the top ten. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to remove him from this. Now, at number 14, I think that, obviously, it's not the blue chip of blue chip talents. But I think there are some guys there that could be pretty good. And one of them that, I, like I said, I've been on for a little while is Zay Flowers, Boston College. (laughs) Now, look, people will point to the fact that he is 5'9". He's a short guy. He's weighed in, I think, at 183 down at the Shrine Bowl. He's not a big dude. But that dude is a certified dog. D-A-W-G, dog. And when you think about the fact that he put up like 1,100 yards this past season with no quarterbacks, I mean, like, you you, you talk about guys that do that in the NFL, right? They're just quarterback proof. Like, that guy is mossing two guys against Louisville at 5'9 down the field. He's juking people completely out of the—he's he's creating yards, pulling them out of thin air. He plays, doesn't act like, but he plays plays like Antonio Brown, the way that he moves on the football field, the herky-jerky, the route running, and the way that he can run any route possible. And there's this from Todd McShay, who is just putting out some of his most recent Mock drafts, mock draft 2.0. He went on Scott Van Pelt the other day and had something very interesting to say about one, Zay Flowers.
2: A first rounder Mm -hmm. that's absolutely rocketing up the board. Somebody that wasn't maybe there or is in the first round, but now higher than they were.
3: Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. I actually, in August, I was there with Jeff Halfley, the the head coach. He was saying, This guy is the energizer bunny. And you got to remember, like, the quarterback situation was not ideal this, this year. And he still had 1,100 receiving yards and 12 touchdowns. And I, I've got him going, you know, in the late first round. And it won't surprise me when it's all said and done if he's somewhere in the top 15. Now, I bring that up because what he said, he might be in the top 15. Last year, we were talking about, at least when mock draft started coming out, we were talking about Chris Olave going in the second round. Or, hey, Jamison Williams would be great for the Patriots at number 21. Because, hey, he's hurt. He's got an ACL. Maybe he'll drop down in the draft. You know where those dudes ended up going when it was all said and done? Where's that? Chris Olave went number 11 overall to the Saints. And Jamison Williams goes number 12. Now, granted, they're better players than the guys that are in this crop. But I bring that up to say we keep doing this with these wide receivers. we like, oh, yeah, they're not very big. You know, they're, they're going to they're gonna drop down. We'll be able to get them in the second round. And then you get a run on that position because it's so much more valuable to draft a receiver in the first round than it is to have to trade for a guy and pay him $100 million, which is what these guys are starting to command now in the trade market and in free agency. So I think by the time it's all said and done, we're going to be talking very seriously about Zay Flowers being on the board at number 14 for the Patriots. That's what I think.
1: That means they're not going to pick him. (laughs)
3: the thing is though they love him
1: you know why but you know why you make all the sense in the world Kyrie and and I I I I am all in you have convinced me uh they can love him but when is the last time that the Patriots picked a guy in the first round where everyone said that's the guy maybe I maybe you identified somebody but that's the guy. That is the high-end star maker type of guy that we think that they could get at that pick, and they don't pick him. Well, wait know. a
2: minute, Bradford. Didn't they? Couldn't you sort of Cole argue? Strange. Well, that they did that with Mac Jones. Jones. That was who I was like, thinking. That, that's sort everybody wanted a quarterback. Yeah. The quarterback fell. He was there, and they picked him. And, and, and yeah, sort of that, and, he, and he was the fifth quarterback taken. Yeah, well, so you could I mean, say that's like,
1: like that's what I mean. Well, you know, it's a good point, and and uh, a culpa because it's a good point. But I will say this: the perception uh,
3: that, of him is down right the now. Per,
1: well, also the perception then was that it was it, it, we had all those names flying around. Mm-hmm. I think leading into that draft, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Justin Fields was sort of the guy that at that point in time, all right, the Patriots—they want a high-end guy. That's the guy who's going to be there for him. That's the guy that they they should pick. And Am the, I and, wrong? the
3: Bear, and the Bears traded up and and took him right, exactly, a couple of, of picks exactly. before. And yeah. I remember hearing, and again, it, it might have just been all smoke, and I think it probably was in hindsight because I think the Patriots have shown they don't really love quarterbacks like that, or they like talking about them, like Bill Belichick's like, oh yeah, Lamar Jackson's amazing, and I bet you that. In a couple years, he might tell you, oh, yeah, Justin Fields, like, wow, what a talent. But in the end, what they value in quarterbacks is just throw the ball to the guy that we tell you to throw it to and get it over with. But in terms of high-end guys, that was perfectly within their wheelhouse to go do it, and they didn't do it. And I think that if Justin Fields – if and you could talk about the fact that he's not a he's not a great passer right now. Though I mean, who again, would you as, rather have
1: right now? As, Justin as Fields the resident or Bears Jones?
3: fan in the room, yeah. that is the that was the worst roster in football last year. So right. I don't hold that against him a ton. I mean, there are certain things he legit could do better, but just raw star power. No. I mean, no, he, flat that, out,
1: flat out. Who do you, who would you rather have? You you two. You tell me to say the name. You put Mac Justin, Jones or if, Justin? If, Fields? if you would
3: put Justin Fields on last year's team that team might make the playoffs Ooh. just because and, and again the, the the situation was a mess absolute mess and no,
0: nobody was gonna make that look good this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend
3: today. Justin Fields probably would not have looked good. Is he a leader? Like, how is he? Is he a grown-up? Like, I haven't followed the Bears as closely. They love him to death. Okay, then I would take Justin Fields. Because, look, in the end, plays could look terrible, and he's just going to run 60 yards for a touchdown anyway. Yeah, the passing stuff might have looked ugly, but I I think that if you're talking about high-end talent upside, I mean, there is a wide chasm oh, yeah. between what Justin Fields could be and what Mac Jones could be. And that's not even – I don't hate Mac Jones. I think he could be perfectly fine. I just think that Justin Fields – like, people forget that what that guy did. He can throw the football. Just real
2: quick, just to comment on what Kyrie said, Brad Fo, it, without breaking down all the prospects because he did a great job doing that. I, if they take the Patriots a wide receiver, I'm good. I like Zay Flowers a lot. I see what you're saying. Like, some of those guys went a little higher than you thought last year, so that would – kind of align with the trajectory of Flowers, I'd be okay with that. But to me, take the wide receiver. It's such an important position now. Bill Belichick has not had the success doing that. He's had success drafting other positions later. Take the wide receiver. I'd be good with that. Let's go.
3: Yeah, yeah. and and you know what? The other thing with that is, I I would love Jordan Addison. I don't think they're Uh, going to... Yeah,
2: he's going to go, I think.
3: I don't think they're going to... If he's available, I don't know that they would take Jordan Addison over Zay Flowers because for a couple of reasons. I think, for one... Jordan Addison is, is a little bit on the younger side. okay. Um, so he's, he's coming out as a, as a junior. And I think the Patriots, especially in their, in their early picks, they like experienced guys. Guys that they feel like are going to come in right away and you're not going to have to worry about you know, maturity issues in terms of the football side of things. And then there's the part that, and again, I've, I've heard this from a number of people, that down at the Shrine Bowl, the Patriots specially requested Zay Flowers. They wanted him on their team so bad. To the point where I think that, especially if he runs a four three at the combine like he's thought to be, I think there's a good chance the Patriots would be like, you know what, if it if it comes down between him and like Peter Skoronsky, the tackle from Notre from from, uh, from Northwestern, I think they might go with a Zay Flowers over over something like that. Real quick before before we get out of here, I also want to talk about two other big players I think Oh, we have are, to be quick because we have
1: the best wide receiver in Pennsylvania history i bloom coming up at four
3: yeah what's up so with <laughs> cornerbacks I also like Emmanuel Forbes who's a who's got that little bit more size lanky little, little bit of a stick figure but he's electric in terms of jumping routes and playing the football but man I think the best cornerback they might have a shot at at that range and maybe he'll get taken beforehand Devin Witherspoon from Illinois well, I talk about dogs that dude is a beast, and he's not particularly big. He's like what six foot? He's got average size, but he hits like a train. And if there's one thing that that Bill Belichick loves, it's cornerbacks that can that could do it all. That can play that that can tackle, that can support against the run, that can cover everybody as well. I think Devin Witherspoon, like yeah, he's not necessarily that. Oh yeah, he's like a six two prototype for being an outside press man corner. But, boy, that guy would be electric So if
2: the oh. Patriots just had three mid-first-round picks, they would be all set? Yes. Oh,
1: man. Can you, can, can you tell the heart rate's going up when Kyrie's talking about the draft? I love it. I love it. I love it. Kyrie, awesome job, man. Awesome job. Yo, I love it.
3: Thank it. Bring, bringing it back to the very beginning, man. First couple of shows, <laughs> it, it, man. Is, it, it's great. Is. It's great being I on the I missed
1: you, man. I missed you, but I, I, I look forward to being on with you again soon. And you're doing a great job with everything. First in Foxborough, WI.com. Proud to have you part of the family. And, uh, and listen, it's all, this is, this is crunch time. Forget about the season. Draft time is crunch time. And so free agency. It. We got free, free agency oh, popping man. off
3: in, in less than a month right now, but Hey, it was great. being on with you, big man. I leave you in Mark Dundaro's capable hands. Y'all have a great rest of the show.
1: All right, the great Kyrie Thompson. Mark Dundaro's going to take over from here. And and to kick things off with the Dundaro portion of the show, Heim Bloom. There you go. Have you ever interviewed Heim Bloom, Mark? No, I can't wait. Well, there you go. So Heim Bloom's going to be calling in at the top of the hour. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to be back with Heim and Mark. It's going to be a good old time. This is the Bradford Show.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.